Welcome to the Spring Hills Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about social media, and I've brought Erica Barba in. Uh, last time you were on, I think you were Erica Crowell, right? I think Which so. Which means it was a long time ago. Um, so Erica Barba is our, I don't know what your official title is, but the reason I brought you here is because you run our social media. What is your official title? Creative lead. Creative lead. Okay, great. So uh, creative lead, if you don't know Erica, um, most a lot of people do, but uh, lo- last time you were on, I said, how might people know you? And you were like, hi, I'm Erica, and I serve on the Spring Hills team because you're on the Spring Hills news all the time. Yep, that's right. So the blonde one um, is on the spring. The, the blonde. And my name is not Ashley. I get that a lot now too. You guys, well, you guys all probably. Get, I was just talking to Garrett Bruner, and I like just a few minutes ago, I got an e- a text from somebody saying, "Hey, could you uh, could we Facetime sometime next week? And can I pick your brain about small groups? And we're launching small groups. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you're, you're talking Garrett. about Garrett Ward, <laughs> uh, but I didn't want to embarrass him. So I'm like, I mean, I I can give it a shot." <laughs> Not sure. Might not be the face you're looking <laughs> for when, be, uh, I, when you answer. <laughs> that would be kind of funny just to go through with it. And then he calls and he sees me instead of Garrett Ward. Uh, but today, since we're going to talk about social media, I wanted to bring Erica in to ask her how we utilize social media here at Spring Hills. Um, it's a, I, I am not a social media. Um, I, I mean, I use it, but I'm not like an avid user. I usually just am on there and I post stupid things. Um, anybody that follows me on Facebook knows I post basically about Fast and Furious and basketball. That's about it. Um, so I want to ask you and just, movies and movies. Come well, on, Fast and give Furious yourself more credit. Okay, well, is uh, is the movie? But yes. So um, social media can be kind of tricky uh, with the, with churches. It can be very useful, but it could also be kind of dangerous if churches aren't going to use it properly. Um, I know you've done a lot of research on your own of how churches do things and you've looked through things. How do, do they do this? Well, they do this well. And you're just trying to make sure that what we're doing is, um, is a good way to be representing Spring Hills and representing God. So, uh, let's talk about the media platforms that we do use. Uh, which ones do we utilize at Spring Hills? Uh, primarily Facebook and Instagram. Um, but we do also use YouTube primarily for just, you know, uploading the sermons. It's not as much of a social platform for us. Um, and then we haven't really gotten into TikTok. Some of our, um, students help run a a student TikTok page. Um, but I mean, primarily our audience is just on Facebook and Instagram. Right. So that's what we do primarily. And you've done, what are like, what are the main goals that we've got? Well, why have one? Well, uh, People only come to church for an hour a week if they come to church every week. So uh, on average, they come 1.6 times a month. I think that's the new average dropped from like 1.7. So some people are coming. It was like 2.1. Yeah. It's dropping and dropping. So I think that, you know, obviously that's not possible. So some people are coming more than once a month and some people are only coming once and some never. Uh, So that's where they get that average from. So you know, if you're the average person and you're going one, maybe twice a month, that's not a lot of church time in your year. Um, and each week there's 188 hours in a week. So if we're only reaching you maybe one hour a week, we want to try and reach you where you're at and you're on social media already. So why not reach you there? Why not give you encouragement there? Try and disciple you there, help you take your next steps there. So that's how we utilize our social media. Now, social media when before, you and I came on staff close to the same time and Spring Hills did not have a big social media presence prior. No. Um, and that was even something that stood out to me when we were interviewing here. Cause we were trying to look into what the church looks like, looks like and what it's about. And there's stuff on there. And it's like, I think there was like one video that was, uh, John White saying like, come to church this morning. And it was like, 
it seemed like there was like two weeks where they're trying to make that a thing. Right. And then it just stopped. And yep. there no more invites from John White on this, on the, uh, from the worship leader. Um, and so we were looking around at stuff, trying to find out more about Spring Hills. So it's also a great way for people. If you're looking for right. a church, you check it out. You could check See it what out. It's like on the weekend. And one of the big things that you've done with the social media is over the last, uh, we're going on five years now, yeah. I guess, um, is branding and you've made it very consistent throughout the social media. So what's the goal there? Why, why make sure that it looks the same and has the same kind of feel? Right. Well, um, I mean, you definitely want consistency. You want to know what the Spring Hills voice is, uh, you know, what you can expect on a weekend. And so, uh, we don't pay as much attention to like having the same graphic over and over again. And that's definitely not engaging. Um, we do pay attention to, you know, does this graphic overall fit with our branding, like font wise, color wise, things like that. Um, but more importantly, we try to post pretty consistently, like multiple times throughout the week and uh, the same message. So the message of the gospel, growing in your faith. And again, like I said, taking those next steps, whether that's coming to a G3 night or coming to first Wednesday or getting baptized or going through growth track everything we're sharing is going to encourage you or disciple you in taking that next step. So mm -hmm. that's more like where our branding comes in, you could say. And visually it's, it's photos, it's a few graphics and videos of different people in our church or pastor Brett, like a clip from his sermon or a clip from the band leading worship. Um, but it's not as much like you'll see the same graphic over and over right, again. Right, right, right. But you definitely like, if you scroll through our Instagram feed, it looks like it's the same Instagram right. feed. It doesn't look like a bunch of random stuff, right. which is something that stands out at other churches, especially yeah. small churches that don't have somebody that literally is doing it focusing on yeah. it. Um, and it's not your only job, but we yeah. have somebody on staff literally that's paid to right. hey, keep an eye on this. <laughs> um, but it looks like it looks like a Instagram feed that's done by the same person, done by the same staff with, like you said, the same message. But you also you're pretty strategic on. So how often you post, mm -hmm. the videos being a certain length, how many videos you post, things like that. How do you decide that? Because it's, to me, I'm like, I wouldn't have any clue on what somebody's going to look at. Right. Besides, if I'm scrolling through Facebook and your video is longer than, you know, 35 seconds, there's a good chance I'm not going to watch it. Or at least not the whole thing. At least not the whole thing. Yeah. No, I might watch the first, but the ones that are like, wait for it. And then it's like two minutes long. Right. I'm like, I, this, I'm not going to do that. No. Not going to happen. So how are you deciding you know, how many videos to post versus yeah. how many pictures versus like uh, some kind of graphic with a verse on it or whatever it is. Right. Um, well, I, I mostly focus on photos and videos because those are what's getting the, mo I mean, you want to work with the algorithm, which is of course always changing. So I'll just, you know, for instance, Instagram's an easy one to see the evolution of. Mm -hmm. So, and Facebook's pretty similar because they're owned by the same people, but you know, Instagram starts as just a photo platform and then they introduce one minute videos. So now their algorithm is going to favor videos. Then they introduce IGTV. So now they're going to favor videos that are a minute or more in length and not a minute or less because that was just regular videos. Then they introduce stories. So now they're going to favor stories. And now it's all about reels, which is similar to TikTok. So reels are what's getting the most engagement right now. Um, I didn't even know this is a thing till recently. Like yeah. somebody said something about reels and I'm like, you're talking about the story? And they're like, no, no. reels. I'm like, what is reels? <laughs> it's like TikTok, but on Instagram. <laughs> it's, it's it's just short videos. Yep. Oh my God. Yep. Under which a minute is, again. Which is like your story, yes. except it's only video, right? Right. And we're back to under a minute. Great. But 
they're more, they get the algorithm on Instagram favors them more. So now like I'll focus on videos on, um, and I'll post them as a reel instead of as a regular video. So now what that means is they're going to appear in people's like search feeds more. So if you're looking for church or Christianity or something like that, it's going to pop up. So it's more of like an outreach thing, but it also does appear higher in like our followers feeds too. So I focus on that. So that's kind of where that gets determined. Carousels, which are multiple photos. I've never heard of this. Yeah, they call them carousels. But what do you mean multiple photos? So if you're posting like, you know, oh, and you can more scroll than one over. photo, okay, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. can swipe. I didn't and know keep that was called. A it's carousel. called a carousel. It's also called that on Facebook. Those get more no, engagement I... too because you have to hover and you swipe through, and so you're taking longer on this person's post. And so next time you open Instagram, their posts are going to appear higher. So okay. anything, it's crazy that yeah. that stuff works that way. Yep. Like it's the same thing with like ads. Like if you were to click on an ad for uh, a TV or something like that, the next time you get on, you're going to get more ads about TV. Right. Just they know what you what you're looking for. It's kind of they're listening. But Uh, so that's kind of like, yeah. There's a big difference though. So when you're when you're doing that stuff, you're talking about the algorithm and like people finding it and stuff. But um, I I have always just thought of churches posting things as a little bit more of like here's what our church is like. Yeah. But there's also the side of it that's engaging with people. Right. So what's the engagement? versus the, uh, I, I wrote on here, the passive consumption of information, which would be just like, oh, I see that Spring Hills is having you know services this weekend, or right. oh, there's baptism, versus something where you actually are looking for people to comment on or whatever. Yeah. Well, anything that shares about life change or is a presentation of the gospel or like Brett does that every service. So a lot of times I'll pull clips of that or just another clip from a sermon. Uh, that gets more engagement. Like people want to sit on that longer. They mm. want to read the story or they want to watch the story or watch and see what Brett says in his video. And so that definitely gets more engagement than like a regular photo that we might just post of the weekend. Sure. Um, something they've seen before. Right. Something that they're already oversaturated. You've seen plenty with. of pictures of me. Right. Singing into a microphone. Right. You're not going to say anything You know else what about to expect. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so just trying to share more content that uh, is more about life change or the videos are always high or even uh, recap videos of events or recap photos of events always right. get a lot of engagement. People kind of, you know, oh, now I know what it's about. I should I should go next time. Yeah, we were saying about like uh, well, youth X. Like right. now we have a legit recap video we right. can use to show hey this is what it's like so next time we do it people are like oh it's legit that's yeah. cool that's awesome it's a real conference <laughs> right when you have people engaging on social media and i know um you've had people comment negatively yes. uh how do you choose what to respond to um now you're not responding as erica typically right. you're responding as spring Hills. i don't know where is this supposed to be anonymous that people don't know that this is you responding on the spring hills thing uh no it's fine most people of- know i do social media i mean sometimes on facebook you'll get uh somebody else who might reply who has oh, okay. access to our facebook um but instagram's me okay so sure. and that's okay people know that yeah. okay great so how do you choose who to interact with how you're going to interact with them like if it is something that's like if it's just a question you probably are like, hey, what time or services? Yeah. You're, you'll answer. But right. if it's something that's like a, a criticism or something, how do you decide what to engage with and how to engage with it? Well, if they're involved in some way, like we'll reply. If it's just some random person, it, I mean, honestly, it kind of depends what they say. Sure. Like if it's just really rude or profane, like I'll just, which there's a profanity filter on, but I'll just delete it because I'm sure. like, you're just 
you want to get angry and I'm not going to engage with you. Like you don't actually have anything, you know, beneficial to to say. Right. Um, But if it's actually like, you know, someone's upset about something and maybe they just misunderstood what the event was or whatever, then I'll reply and be like, oh, this is what it was. Okay. But um, yeah, I guess if it's somebody that we know, right. Then it's, they'll, They'll typically reach out in private. They're right. not going to do it. They'll in a send public a, forum. a private message right. typically, or ask somebody on staff, like text them or yeah. email them, and then we can reply. Yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, we'll always reply to you. But if you're just here to troll, then I'm not gonna. What's the point? <laughs> I know. Why? Uh, yeah. Why are you? If you're listening to this, <laughs> don't be a troll. <laughs> and you're a troll on Facebook, on the Spring Hills Facebook. Don't be. Um, I guarantee you that tr- any trolls are not listening to this podcast. No. <laughs> um, what are some of the challenges that you face? Um, well, one of them I would say is just always knowing like what to post because that, like I said, the algorithm is always changing. Was that extra hard at, during COVID, like the beginning? Did the algorithm change a lot then or was it just like... Um, an influx of more information. I think it's just an, like, it's an over, like it's an oversaturated feed. Everybody's on social media all the time during lockdowns because there's nothing they can do and everything and everyone they follow is posting. Well, I was just thinking like we had, if you were following Spring Hills, well, we posted more, but then we also had like four services that were posted. Yeah. So does that mess an algorithm up? Um, well. Because that's an hour and what, four minutes long or whatever? Yeah, so it's beneficial to the algorithm if a lot of people are on it. Sure. And then if they comment or like it, it, it as they're watching, yeah. it benefits us, but, and it benefits I, I where it appears in their feed. I want to point out that on Facebook, I am a top fan. Um, <laughs> it gave me the little badge, which oh, is wow. kind of funny. <laughs> I like that all means, of our yeah, posts, I You guess. must like everything. Um, so yeah, th- I was going to ask also just the, what are the benefits that come with having... Um, a, a social media you've kind of touched on that a little bit but what are some of the, the main benefits that you see like why as a church we keep doing it yeah well I mean I would say the biggest one for me my heart behind it is that I want people who are only coming to church once a week to still like if they're not ready to get in a small group yet this is the only other way that they're gonna be quote-unquote connected to church right. and connected to a gospel message or a, like you know, an online community. That's the only thing they're getting throughout a week. I mean, in a whole week, a hundred and what is it? 88 hours. Like you're spending one of those at church. Like, how are you going to grow if as that, a Christian? Like you said, if that, yeah, if that you're not going to grow as a so Christian. So 188 hours times four and a half would be a month. Right. And right. you're spending an average of one and a half hours at church. Americans are or whatever right. that, that status. Like that's a, that's an insanely low amount. Right. So if you know, uh, another minute video or another encouraging uh, uh, verse or a post that says, Hey, take 60 seconds and pray is what helps you grow in your spiritual life till you join a group or join a, a team. Then mm-hmm. great. We're going to use it because you're already on social media. So yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to get you there. <laughs> I bet that there's people that subconsciously just scrolling through see Spring Hills church and subconsciously are like, Oh yeah, church this weekend. Right. Like I bet that, that happens. Too. Like yeah. people are probably reminded to go because right. people like us who are on staff, we're obviously we're not gonna forget that there's no. church this weekend. If I forgot there's church this weekend, that would be bad. I might not have a job next week. You'll be talked to. Um the uh but a lot of people, it's not in their habit, especially if the weather's nice. Right. They're like, it's just the weekend, they're or off they're work. Sports and or a yeah, holiday. Something like that. They might be reminded, like, oh hey. And again, it's only an hour. It's not right. that much. So like people come, I think there's some people that come to the 815 that are, they work all night. 
Yeah. And then they come, come to church uh-huh. and then they go home and sleep, you right. know, that kind of thing, which is great. Yeah. Um, so maybe someone like that, they're at work on their break and they see Spring Hills and right. like, oh yeah, church is, is in a couple hours. Right. Um, we talked about negative comments, but uh, I know that there's there's some strategy with churches. And the, the reason I'm asking this is because it used to be uh, keep politics out of church. Like yeah. that was kind of the, just the, I don't know, the goal with everybody. I don't ever remember any kind of political talk happening at my church growing up. Like right. my dad was, my dad's a pastor. I've never heard him, you know, voice anything political from, uh, from the pulpit or anything like that. Uh, maybe some little things here and there that are like, could be taken as political, but it's really just, he's teaching out of the Bible. Cause there's yeah. things that are going to be relevant. Right. right? Um, but how do you, what's our strategy with acknowledging like current events? So, um, the main one that came to mind here is just like, you know, the anniversary of nine 11 is mm-hmm. one where it happened recently and you posted, um, a, p- a picture and just praying for the victim. I forget what it was, yeah. but praying for the people, the families of the the people that died or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, how do you, what's your strategy with posting that kind of stuff? Right. So you, you get can't, where I'm going. yeah, you can't, uh, comment on every major event, right. uh, or tragedy because unfortunately they happen so too regularly much, and we don't want our feed to be saturated with doomsday. They're already getting that from, you know, the media. Right. Um, so I mostly like as a rule of thumb, I mean, Christmas, Christmas and Easter, <clears throat> obviously. And then, uh, new year's. Yeah. We might post something, but holidays that are like, really have shaped the country we live in or have given us yeah our religious freedoms is kind of my rule of thumb um it's not like I want to you know favor one holiday over the other but I just try and do the ones that are like relevant and you know like national siblings day is not exactly something that shaped our our religious freedom or like valentine's day not relevant i think yeah maybe we did the country we did the uh the uh on valentine's day we did like the marriage conference thing right i think that's probably the only time we really have ever posted anything on acknowledged valentine's day yeah um now what what about pop culture stuff so this is where it gets tricky, I think, yeah. with churches because sometimes there's there's things that you are expected to either support or speak out against, right. um, and then if you, I mean, it's it's almost a lose lose situation because yeah, you've got people in your church that are going to side one way or the other. If you speak out on it, it's going to be, um, you know, half the people are going to be mad because you don't agree with them. Mm-hmm. Or if you stay silent about it, they feel like you're supposed to speak up about it. So what about those kinds of things? Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, it's tricky because the people, when they look to the church, they've already formed their own opinion because mm-hmm. somebody else has said something. And because that person said it first, that person must be right. Yeah. Whereas I'm always going to look at anything through a biblical lens. I'm going to take my time to react to be slow to speak um, and not, you know, rush into it because it's an emotional event or whatever. Like you have to know the full story because again, which we rarely do. These right. Days. You, you don't for typically a few days at least. Um, but yeah, we, I, we try not to comment on political things and I think we've done a really good job of that. Uh, but anything we do post that could be taken that way, I guess would always be from a biblical standpoint. I'm never going to, you know, comment on like worldly things from a worldly perspective. That's not, how's that glorifying God? Right. You right. know, 
So that's that's kind of the rule of thumb. Can God be glorified by posting this? Will it, you know, cause division if I phrase it that way? Then no, I'm not going to phrase it that way because ultimately we're united around Christ and a post that, you know, some people love is not going to benefit the message of Christ. But you will always hold, you're always going to be holding to biblical truths. Right. Like you're not going to post something um, contrary to anything that's in the Bible, right? Right. Uh, and the other thing is you're not, alone with this. I'm sure when you've got maybe a more difficult interaction or some kind of engagement where you're like, should I post this? Should I not? You've got a team of people here that you probably, I mean, I'm not, right. not going to be one of them, off of them. <laughs> but I'm sure you've got the other people. Uh, yeah. I'm sure even Brett gives you some input sometimes um, with how to respond to something or, or things like that. But it's been, it's been interesting to me to see how many times churches, you know, I mean, if, if you, if you were to look, t- uh, let's say 10 years ago, Facebook was already a, a very big thing by then. Yeah. However, it wasn't a big thing with churches yet. Unless no. you were like, I mean, like Andy Stanley's church or something like that that was like this huge mega church. Yeah. You probably didn't have a very uh, heavy online presence, presence. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and now, I mean, something happens. Nobody really expected anybody to speak out against it. Now, I've had people ask me personally, not has nothing to do with the church, just like, why don't you say something about this? I'm like... I'm just not going to, I'm not going to get into it. Like I, it's so rare for me to ever comment anything that has to do with something political on, because what's the point? Right. Like there's no point with that. So if churches start doing it now, it's an expectation. Hey, how does your church feel about this? Because I don't know if I want to attend your church if you don't agree with me on this. So it's getting trickier and trickier, right? Yeah. Which I mean, it's, it's such an issue in the heart of man because they, they don't want to be centered around Christ. They want to be centered around a political idea. And so like the biggest, I mean, the biggest one that's, you know, we've all been slammed with in the last year and a half is social justice. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, people getting mad because churches like do or don't post a black square. I'm like, how is that even edifying God? It's, it's, I mean, it's a very sensitive situation. And like, obviously we want to know, you know, what's, what the full story is and be praying for the people involved and all that. But like me posting a black square, what is that doing? Right. And everybody else is already doing it. Like, why don't I, instead of, you know, posting a black square, just continue to share the gospel. Cause at the end of the day, like that's what matters. That's what's going to save people's souls. And I know it's controversial, but you know, there were police officers in our church who were later were like, thanks for not posting anything because later we got a lot of hate and had that, had you posted the black square, I know it's, you know, supporting this group of people, but it, it attacks us. Mm -hmm. And so it's like by posting it, you're going to be divisive. So just don't post it and let that be the divisive thing and just continue to share the gospel. Which you're still going to have people that are going to say you not posting it was a, a statement, a statement in itself. And right. you're like, you can't Look, win. There's, there's no winning in that situation, no. which no. I, when you're saying all that, I'm just thinking like you can, it, you're, it's similar to like, uh, if you were to come to church, let's just say, uh, you come to church, you know, if it's the 1.6, you're coming to church 12 to 15 times in a year, right? That's 12 to 15 hours where you're in church. Uh, half of that is, you know, the music and the right. Spring Hills news and half of it is Brett's message. Now we're talking, you have listened to Brett talk for maybe six and a half hours right. at the most. Um, in a year. All, in a year. And if you were to come in and that's all you've heard from Brett, 
and you're going to judge everything about Brett on something that maybe you heard in that six and a half hours. Right. It's like, look, this guy's been the pastor of this church for 30 years. Right. He's got multiple degrees. He's studied like a lot. no other. Like, I mean, and, he's, you know, every week he teaches, he studies for like another 30 hours. Exactly. And if he's, yeah, and you're going to listen to him for 30 minutes. Right. So, and if you're going to to judge him off of something that maybe you heard, and this, I'm, I'm going to use an example here. I won't say who it was, but uh, they said, I really did not agree with what Pastor Brett said about this and this. And they said it. And I was like, that is not what he said. Right. And thankfully, I was very easily able to pull up on social media the sermon and go yeah. directly to that point and play it for him. And they looked at me and they're like, oh, oh. I didn't hear it that way. Yeah. And I'm like, that's sometimes that's the danger with things. So I'm using that as an example to say, if we, let's say we don't post the black slide, right? right? Somebody's going to judge everything about this church on the fact that we didn't post something. I'll be honest and say, we might not be the church for you (laughs) because what we're going, what you're going to get from Spring Hills is gospel centered. Right. We're not, we're not political commentators. Right. I'm not going to comment on we're as a church, we're not going to comment on everything political that happens. Right. We'd be doing it all day, every day. It would never stop. Right. It would never stop. And, and there were people who were upset that didn't, that we didn't post the black square right. and they messaged us and they were all people who no longer go to our church right. or had moved away. And they sent a message saying how wrong it was. And we're like, Hey, you weren't here on the weekend cause you don't live here anymore. But pastor Brett actually did address, you know, George Floyd and everything that is going on. And he addressed it in his message and he addressed it, you know, he addressed justice through the lens of the gospel Mm -hmm. and like God's view on justice and God's view on justice is not man's view on justice. And then he addressed it again on first Wednesday. Like I remember being like, there's three times in like two weeks he commented on it in his message, but these people don't know that because they don't come to our church. No. And if they do, they they weren't at that message. Right. And so it's like you said. Or if maybe the three times he did it were the three times they, they weren't, weren't there, there that month. Right. So right. it's like, yeah, you that it, that's why it's important to be involved in the life of the church right. because you'll actually know, you know, the heart behind the people here. And that is to share the good news of Christ and save souls. And, and to be completely honest, like if you, there in no way do we expect, uh, well, we're, I think we're about a thousand people a weekend right now. Yeah. In no way do we expect all thousand people that are here to 100% just fully right. like agree with everything right. that is said. But the people that are the most involved, if they really are bothered by something, they also know who to ask. They can who come to and talk, talk to. to us. Right. Because sometimes Brett also is not perfect. Right. I've heard Brett go up there and say chapter 55 instead of just chapter five, right? which isn't correct, but it's just like, he's going to make little mistakes like that where he says this word instead of this word. He pre, he does the same sermon four times every weekend. Right. He's not going to say it perfectly every time. Right. He does a great job at keeping it consistent, but there's going to be times where maybe, I mean, I think there's going to be times where he says something, doesn't even realize he said it, you know, he mis, misused a word or yeah, something. And it changes the whole it sentence. It changes the whole sentence. And somebody's going to hear that and maybe have a problem with it. And this is why uh, we're pretty, we don't have to do it anymore because we're also filming. But right. Scotty always records the services to be able to make sure if somebody's going to accuse Brett of saying something, we, we have, have all it. the services to show either that he didn't say it or Brett will probably go, man, I didn't mean to say it like that. Right. And that came out that's wrong. not how I meant to say it. Anyways, right. 
Uh, kind of going off topic there. Yeah. But uh, I wanted to talk about social media because I think it's becoming a bigger and bigger thing. It's not going to go away. It's no. going to get, it's, I mean, it's in your face constantly. Um, part of that's our own fault, but uh, I'm constantly bombarded with things on social mm-hmm. media. And sometimes I just go, I'm just not going to open it. And right. I get so worked up about certain things. It can be a really, really, um, uh, it can be a damp, uh, a dampener on your day. Yeah. But that's part of why we want Spring Hills on there because when you're going through and you're seeing all this stuff, what did you, you call it doomsday? Yeah. That we said earlier. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, you know, it's this trial going on and what's the outcome and you've got people yelling from both sides. Right. He's innocent or he's guilty. And currently right now there's the Kyle Rittenhouse thing going on. Uh-huh. And it's like. And inflation and gas inflation, prices. Inflation, gas prices. And, or mm-hmm. when the election was happening, it was right. just so divisive. Every, yep. Um, And so I think it's. It's always really nice uh, to see just when you're scrolling, I'm scrolling through even seeing Spring Hills post something and seeing Brett saying something. It's kind of peaceful just for to know, like, yeah, I know that what he's saying in this is going to be truth because what's truth right now in the world? We don't know. Everybody can spin it to whatever you want. But we know that what we're doing at Spring Hills is we are looking to God's truth. And that's what we're going to continue to yeah. To share. Right. So, yeah. And if you're listening and you have anxiety when you're on social media, get I just highly recommend you get off, take a Sabbath, maybe through the holidays. I mean, if your friends are posting 90% politics Unfollow and 10% family, what's the point of being on there? Especially right. if you disagree, like it's just going to give you anxiety and make you annoyed and, you know, and don't, uh, don't argue with people. On, right. on social media. You're not going to get anywhere. Have a conversation in person. There you go. Yeah. Anything else that you'd like to share about social media? No, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to point out that um, that we're going to be doing a podcast in a few months uh, with Brett. And I think we'll pr- I'll probably ask you to come in. I think I already did, right? We're going to talk about politics oh, within the yes. church. Not church politics. No. But politics. Like we don't have politics uh, American here. politics within the church and yeah. how we address them in and things and uh you were the one of the ones that brought that up and talking about how we want to give a uh i forget how you worded it a biblical lens yeah yeah every i mean everything you vote on should be done from a biblical perspective yeah and be yeah looking to what does the bible say about this what does god say about this so all right thanks for coming down and uh, coming down you were already here thanks for coming (laughs) into this room and talking about social media 